I wouldn't even say I necessarily enjoy running. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's for me, it's always more I enjoy putting in the hard work and mm-hmm. seeing where my line is. You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey, my friends, welcome to the Run the Riot podcast. And today on our show, we have a man who was put on my radar uh, by a previous podcast guest and friend of mine, uh, Mr. Ben Light. I don't know if you remember, he was talking about running California Untamed. That's 330 miles uh, through some awesome scenery in California. And the guy putting that on is Ryan Spitz. So I started doing some digging and looking into this guy. And man, he's a cool guy with a gnarly beard. And um, I just wanted to get him on the show and talk a little bit about how he ended up um what his background is and how he ended up you know planning out this amazing amazing looking race and so i hope you enjoy it just to let you know there's a little there's some background noise we had to record the podcast he was out in public so you'll hear some street noise and some sound like some construction stuff and a few times people hollering and all that but you can hear what he's saying really clearly but guys i think you'll like it uh, you'll like his energy you'll like his attitude and what he does and um i like what he says about finding out where that line is so check it out Well, Ryan, welcome to the Run the Riot podcast, man. It's good to have you on. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so, um, you know, um, I've got some uh, some crazy friends who are doing some crazy things and um, started seeing uh, your name pop up and California Untamed. And, uh, man, I just, just wanted to get you on the show and, uh, and see yeah. who this guy is and find out a little <laughs> more right. about the race, man. Awesome. Yeah. So you're you're originally from uh, from California, huh, man? Yeah, so originally San Diego. Um, okay. So you know, grew up here as a kid, went to the Midwest for a while growing up, but then majority's been down in San Diego. Nice, nice, nice. So so have you always been a runner, athlete? Um, I know, not you know? so. I, I've always been fitness minded. Gotcha. Um, you know, so I always did sports growing up. Um, I pole vaulted in high school, which is kind of random. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, crazy. And then. Uh, yeah, I mean, like college was, I was in more like the, let's see how much weight I can throw around. So it was more, my cardio was to burn off the beer I had, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really no endurance at all. It was until after college, I then wanted to, uh, had some family friends who had done some endurance stuff. My mom got diagnosed with cancer. So kind of my way to deal with it was I signed up for a marathon and yeah. wanted to see how it'd go. And I, I went into it still lifting pretty heavy, didn't really do any long runs. So it was a, a brutal first marathon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still finished and it still went decent, but, uh, I said that from there kind of sparked my bug to fully dive into the endurance world and just see what it's all about. And I mean, yeah, since 2007, I would say I've been now doing more of the endurance started with marathons and triathlon and then now yeah. making my way to, to ultra running nice 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 so how, how old were you when you did that first marathon man just curious yeah so i was 20 23 okay okay still pretty i mean yeah pretty pretty young guy yeah. jumping into it so yeah yeah so like i did a 430 
So for the nice. first one, it's like still, yeah. still decent. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, okay, let me uh, actually commit to the training plan. So I, you know, found found the training plan online, did the rock and roll marathon in San Diego the following year, and then did a 3:30. Nice. And then yeah. I was like, okay, now I, I feel more into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. From that, jumped into triathlon. No, so okay, I, I didn't know you had a triathlon background. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the tri tri world was kind of my main like ah, okay. love for like okay, let's see how much pain I can put my body through. <laughs> yeah. See how it does. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So I did an Olympic triathlon here in San Diego, uh, in 2008, maybe 2007, 2008. Yeah. Went well, and then I jumped up to half Ironmans, did a handful of those, and then yeah. I've done Arizona, the full Ironman twice. Nice. Well, how how was that, man? I'm I'm not I'm not a try guy, so but okay. uh, I've seen how, how was it? <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. Um, I yeah, mean, I wasn't a swimmer, um, so that was I mean, farthest I could go was like one lap in a pool, and I was toast. Yeah. So yeah. for that, it was definitely a labor of love on just getting myself to be a, a legit <laughs> swimmer. Um, but it was fun kind of messing with the three disciplines yeah. um, just from the variety aspect. Um, yeah. I, I loved it. And then the foals, I really enjoy, then kind of found myself enjoying the longer stuff where now, you know, obviously you need the physical game to it, but more so that's where now what's going on in your head um, yeah. can really be kind of the difference maker on, you could show up to a race and just because someone's fitter than you doesn't necessarily mean they're going to beat you in the end, but can yeah. you kind of outgrit them? Um, and that's where I've kind of enjoyed playing in that space. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of quick, you know, cause I, I went from kind of like did a marathon and then I did a hundred miler and people start asking, you know, when are you going to do an Ironman? And, and, <laughs> and for me, it's like, man, I'd have to relearn to swim and, and right. I don't want to spend $5,000 on a bike, you know? Like, I know. Well, <laughs> see, and that's the thing that killed me too. Is like, as fun as they are, they're expensive. Just the yeah. sport in general. Um, and then I started having kids or got married and I started having kids. So just trying yeah. to juggle the okay where am i going to go swim today am i going to bike outside or sit on a trainer for four hours um yeah. so a buddy of mine who i started training with for the ironmans he had done some ultras before so he then kind of planted the seed on hey man i'm going to race the san diego 50 um do you want to do you want to do it with me and that was the year i was doing my second ironman arizona in november so i was like yeah. sure man let's do it so <laughs> race that loved it yeah. Um, actually ran it pretty well. I think I did like seven thirty-seven or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Nice. Um, and you had, had the aerobic base, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then I did, did that race, did Arizona in November and then switched fully to, uh, to ultras after that. Nice. Nice. So, so where was your first hundred, man? So I did Kodiak 100, um, okay. out up in Big Bear. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> wasn't the same as running by the beach as it is running in the mountains <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so that was definitely a, a learning for me just naively going into it not not necessarily thinking that much about the type of terrain and elevation how it's yeah. gonna take a toll on me but yeah. it is i mean yeah big bear and just running on the lake and all through those mountains is awesome yeah, it's hard to explain to people who've never experienced it, and and uh and and I'm I'm from Louisiana and now live in Oklahoma, okay. man. So so man, when <laughs> yeah. I I love to hit the mountains, but boy, it's hard to train for them. <laughs> oh yeah, 
yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, so you got into the, the ultra scene and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a, uh, we're a different breed. We like the pain. We like the, yep. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, just, just, just yeah. pushing ourselves. And, and, and so, uh, well, what do you, what do you do for a living and, you know, or what yeah. have you done while you're doing these races and stuff, you know? Yeah. So I've always been in the corporate scene. So okay. right out of college, I was doing corporate recruiting. So, you know, gotcha. headhunter for companies, um, where I did that for about 12 years, then managed a team of recruiters and did more kind of corporate strategy type of stuff. And then yeah. two and a half years ago, we moved up to Reading from San Diego. Okay. So I was still doing some recruiting, but then that's really where I have now fully made the switch into kind of the outdoor recreation and fitness world. Yeah. So I, right when I moved to Reading, I met a gentleman, Mark Swanson. He was the owner of Shasta Trail Runs. So he put on about five races up in Northern California and he was looking to then retire and do some other stuff. So when I reached out to him just to be like, Hey man, I want to get myself plugged into the scene up here. Yeah. Um, it came up a conversation that, Hey, I'm looking to sell it. Do you have interest? And about a month later, I ended up buying the thing. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> so for, that's really then where I kind of have been able to step out of the corporate world. And now I added, so Shasta Trail Runs has eight races now in the books. Um, the fires two years ago kind of beat us up a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so it burned out a handful of my races. But, yeah, now I've just been doing that. And then uh, I met another um, individual, a guy, Nigel Skeet, who had this idea for California Adventure District. So he pitched it to me, and it's kind of outdoor recreation and branding and tourism. So nice. I've now just been fully, fully into that space. So I saw been, you've got, you've got your hands in a, in a few things from what I yeah. want to see, man. <laughs> I'm not bored. We'll put it that way. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. So, yeah. so you uh, running races, you said you got, you got kids. How many kids you got, man? Yeah. So I got a five-year-old boy, Branson. Okay. I got a three-year-old boy, Cohen, a year and a half girl, uh, Okay. Sloan. And then we're pregnant with number four. Oh, wow. Okay. Due in May. Another girl. Sweet. Congratulations, yeah. man. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so I got to ask the question cause I'm, you know, I'm a dad and, um, yeah. and, 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 you know, there's a lot of people who listen who, who are juggling life. And so you, so you got, you got work and, and races, yep. you, you're racing, you're doing all these things and man, how do you, how do you juggle it? I know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's tough. Uh, yeah. it, it either, it means a lot of early mornings, uh, when the kids are still sleeping that I try yeah, to man. get in some workouts, um, you know, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, whether it's taking a quick lunch break or while my wife's putting the boys to bed, I take our dogs out and go for a run to get some miles. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I, for me, for like working out and training, I like to kind of, you know, formally get a plan. Okay, here's my workouts for the weeks just to hold myself accountable to it. But then yeah. knowing realistically, I'm probably going to hit 70% if I'm lucky of the plan, yeah. just given, you know, I, I don't want to be absent father <laughs> or husband. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I say for me, that's been my biggest learnings over the years is, you know, I kind of put together my a hundred percent plan it would be awesome if i'm able to hit all these workouts but knowing realistically i'm just gonna hit 70 percent of them and just being cool missing some big missing some of the runs um and then also for me having a wife who she met me when i was in this world already so she kind of knows 
you know, she knew what she was getting into. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably a more fun person to be around if I get my workouts in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, amen, bro. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she, for me, it's mainly she's been huge on being like, "Hey, Ryan, go for a run." Um, to uh, <laughs> to keep yeah, that balance. You need, you, yeah, you need to run, dude. Get out <laughs> yeah. of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And, and man, I, yeah, totally, totally relate. I'm, I'm, I do most of my runs early in the morning in the dark, you know, and yeah, yeah I just, just the way you gotta, yeah, the way you gotta yeah. do it. Or, I mean, and now really doing like even the two a days on, it's like, okay, you know, if I can just do, you know, 30 minutes here, but then 30 minutes later at night or, you know, whatever the breakdown is, um, yeah. knowing as long as you're getting something in and it's more the consistency play, um, yeah. it, it'll get you there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of like you where I had, uh, I wrestled in high school, but you know, I, and then after I did a lot of weights and stuff and, and mm-hmm. I, I did jujitsu after, and, uh, I tore my ACL and start, but so I had more of a, oh. a, a lifting and strength background and stuff like that. And yeah. then, and then I started running, but, um, I love, I still love, uh, cross training, hitting the weights yeah. and all that stuff yeah. as much as possible. Or do you, do you, do you do try to incorporate that into your plan as much as possible? Hands down. I would yeah, say I yeah. actually enjoy the lifting more even than the running. Um, <laughs> and I think, too, too, probably you've noticed the benefit, too. I mean, I think coming with, like, a lifting background actually holds a lot more weight than just always being, like, a cross-country guy. Um, just be, Especially as we get older, like, having the strength and just the support from the tendons and the joints to be able to support the pounding yeah. and the miles – um, I think it's so easy for people to forget about the strength piece or yeah. you're so tired from all the miles you got to put in. that kind of just goes to the sideline. Same as like core work. Yeah. And stretching yeah. Um, that I think it just makes, yeah, makes you a better runner and just more functional just in life in general. Um, so, yeah, I still do about twice a week. I'll do strength training. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, say I try to at the bare minimum twice, try to keep three days a week in there. And uh, yeah. 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 And for me, yeah, for me, the biggest when I realized, oh, damn, I haven't uh, done it in a while is when, you you know, you do long runs, you're, you recover pretty well. But then you go to the gym and you do like a couple easy sets of squats and lunges and you're sore <laughs> for like four days later. Yeah. Like, okay. And you got to run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I should probably mental note, add some more strength training because it should not be like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, you. I, I always say that I want I want to feel strong when I'm running. I don't want to feel yeah. like I'm just um you know like a elite marathoners man yeah. that are my height weighing 130. You know it's like ah yeah. no nah, I, I feel yeah. like I'm gonna break if I fall on the trail. You know honestly, and even <laughs> yeah. just being able to like have the form or as you're doing the climbs or descents like just structurally I can I can tell you know when it's when you haven't been doing it that yeah. stuff the wheels just start to fall off a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, especially the core and your hips and everything else. Yep. Yeah, yep. That, that's that that's awesome, man. That's good. It's good, and that's what I try to encourage people, man. Just don't don't give up. You know, it gets hard when you're when you're you know you got high mileage weeks, but you you gotta yep. you gotta keep doing it. Yeah, you keep doing it, and even just switching to like some body weight stuff. You know, at the end of the day, just get yeah. the movements in, and it'll it'll do a lot. Yeah, I still suck at stretching. I don't do it enough, but you know, I mean, who does? <laughs> hey, man, dude, stretching's always been a do as I say, not as, as I do yeah, right yeah. now. I mean, I think I can barely touch my shins right now. I mean, I do a ton of foam rolling um, and that type of stru- kind of muscle release, but yeah, I, uh, I'm a robot when it comes to uh, yeah, <laughs> some yeah. mobility stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I could I could relate, man. <laughs> so so before we get into your latest 
craziness. Uh, yeah. I, I want to yeah, I want to hear a little bit about the favorite race that you've run. You know, what's 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 uh, the, the the best one that you've run, and then we'll, we'll we'll transition to the other stuff. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I would say maybe because it was just my first hundred, but I still love the Kodiak hundred. Um, yeah. That that course, and I think for me, just the the pain caves that I went through and kind of got out of. And then just the night running for me up, up there was some of the most enjoyable night running I've ever done. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that one's probably my, it's probably my favorite, just holistically the trails plus just the experience that it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably have to stick with the Kodiak. Kodiak, gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's kind of like, you know, your first time, man. You know, it's like a to... special place for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that, that that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so man, um, yeah, so you've done 100 milers. And, and then, you know, we, we start to see the, the craziness come out of, of 200 milers. And, and yeah. I had in 2018, uh, I did the, the Tahoe 200. So I got to experience all that. And uh, and this year I'm signed up for the Triple Crown, and I'm thinking, wow, yeah. I'm 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 BA man, I'm doing this awesome <laughs> thing. And then yeah. I see, then I start to see my buddies, and I see this thing come up, oh. California Untamed 3:30, and I looked at my wife, and she's like, that's just ridiculous. You need to <laughs> <laughs> calm down, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chill out. So uh. Uh, so tell me about this, man. Where where did this um you know how did this get birthed? <laughs> I know, yeah. So. You know, with Shasta Trail Runs, you know, I, I knew I wanted to put on some big stuff. I mean, Candace has done a hell of a job with yeah, what yeah. she's brought to the the trail world and endurance scene, especially, you know, with the 200s and just the excitement that, is, that has come around it. So, same, her races, I'm now signed up for Bigfoot 200. Uh, I, I saw that. August. I'll, I'll see yeah. you there, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I've been like personally just always wanted to run those but then since moving up to northern california and just naively not really realizing how much just forest and land and wilderness is up there um when i then met this guy nigel and he kind of pitched the california adventure district dynamic to it so kind of the the quick pitch is from lake tahoe draw a line to mendocino and then go straight up to the oregon border we're branding that as the California Adventure District. Okay. So for adventure tourism and kind of any outdoor recreation, adventure, you know, kayaking, mountain biking, running, climbing, spelunking, anything you can think of, it exists up there, but it's definitely a very underdeveloped, untapped arena. Because, you know, for me living in San Diego, you think Northern California, you know, you got like San Francisco, Sacramento, and then bend Oregon. it's kind of your, yeah, your next yeah, spot yeah, you think of yeah. not realizing you know there's four hours you know of, of the five freeway going up there um so for us to kind of have our go to market okay how can we showcase a lens of northern california that a lot of people don't realize is up there yeah um we then knew we kind of we're going to come out the gates with different categories of adventures and you know, obviously, given the trail company I owned and just the, the trail scene, thought that the, that would be the best kind of out the gates one to showcase. So I was sitting down like, OK, what's what's a good route or kind of point to point spot that are kind of iconic that I could tie in an event to and just playing with Cal Topo. It actually happened pretty quick. Um, started at the beach in Arcata 
and just winded my way through a few national forests and put uh, landed on, then on Mount Shasta as a finish spot. And yeah, it came out to, I mean, I then moved around on some of the trails to get a more clean number, um, but 330 was the thing. Yeah. And kind of at that moment, I was like, oh, damn, I think I, I, think I got something <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then the whole plan was, okay, now it's going to be a formal event. And my wife was like, hey, Ryan, you know what? I really think you need to go run this thing, make a film, and that'll kind of be how you showcase what's out there in this event. Um, I mean, I've probably said done as a hundred miler and you know, those weren't necessarily easy. So I was like, Oh yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> like, this is, can I, can I yeah. even do it? Um, yeah, that's yeah. kind of my thought. Um, but yeah, within kind of a five month turnaround, you know, I then started ramping up my training to like, okay, here we go. We're, we're going for it. <laughs> this <is> it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, in this past June, um, me, a buddy of mine, Eric, who filmed the thing and then Nigel, uh, were my crew in my Jeep. Cause again, I hadn't, actually laid eyes on a lot of the course it right. was just you know through google satellite and trying to map okay i think this stuff exists and all the different map layers i had um it was also to then tell the story of you know here's kind of in the lens of going out there to see if what i made on you know on my computer plays out in person um, yeah yeah so yeah on on june 6th we then boots on the ground went for it I, I, I watched the film, man, and it was it was it was pretty awesome. And 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 Thank uh, you, what what's crazy is as much as you do your homework as far as your maps and everything. Uh, I mean, it, and and some of it came out, and I'm sure there were a lot more where where it it, it was a lot it was different, you know. It was oh totally. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, I think that's even now kind of birthed some good relationships with you know like the Forest Service, for example, where you know they're they're understaffed and underfunded. So, you know, yeah. they're limited in their capabilities and there's right. a lot of miles out there for them to manage. So even realizing, okay, some of these trails that you're showcasing exist, you know, they haven't been looked at in probably 10, 15 years or they don't, they don't exist anymore. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were the day three of my world where it's 10 hours to go five miles. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I so saw the now, look on your face after one of those sessions, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. 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 I've been there. Uh, I know that look. <laughs> brutal. It's brutal. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, it's now been like, okay, you know, now let me help be a resource for you so we can, you know, get some manpower and energy to, to clean up this stuff. Um, or yeah. at least update maps so folks like myself don't find themselves in a situation that they don't want to be in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was, I was overly excited on as I was running it, just, you know, the spots that did play out, that I didn't have to reroute. It's, it's beautiful out there. And you just, you get so remote so quick that it's a, it's a really cool part of California that you don't realize you're in Northern California. Yeah. Well, well, so, so for those people who aren't familiar with it, who hadn't read up on it, I just give a, um, just like a description, kind of an overview of, of the trail. And I saw it hit some, uh, some lookout points and yeah. you know, just, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So again, for me, you know, trying to, okay, what's the most, given there's a lot of different like ecosystems up in Northern California and just environments, you know, within an hour and a half drive, I was like, okay, how can I tie this all together? So kind of each day of this run, you're like in a completely different world. Yeah. Um, so, you know, starting genuinely on the beach where the, where the waves are crashing, you'll then work your way through 
you know, a mile seven, you then enter the redwood forest and are just surrounded by these massive redwoods. Nice. And then you kind of make your way up towards Hoopa Indian Reservation. So, again, it gets kind of more open rolling hills. And then you dip into the Six Rivers National Forest. So kind of at that point is where now you start diving into into the deep forest. Um, and, yeah, I was able to map it. So you hit six forest lookout towers throughout the route. So if nice. anyone hasn't been to these, I mean, they're hands down the most scenic, epic spots you could get to. I mean, it's a gauntlet to climb. <laughs> so that's yeah, where you're going to get <laughs> That's where you're going to get the majority of your climbing is going up to these lookout towers. But once you get there, I mean, it's just the 360 views of just endless mountains and hills and trees is pretty awesome. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, you just kind of keep making yourself uh, kind of northeast. You then, so permit wise, you cannot get special use permits through the wilderness. Um, so to navigate yourself, so Northern California is peppered with a ton of beautiful wilderness areas. So like the Trinity Alps, the Marble Mountains, the mm. Russian. So I was able to find some logging roads and also some single track that kind of navigate you right between two of the wilderness sections that then oh, wow. take you up and north towards Mount Shasta. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, the route itself, you know, you're getting a nice mix. So you're, you know, you're hitting some pavement, like, when you're leaving, you know, the small towns or cities that you're in just to get yourself removed. Right. And then it's peppered in between forest roads, logging roads and single track. Um, so it kind of makes it fun too. That's a nice dynamic of terrain that you're on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you then get a finish on Mount Shasta, which is such an iconic, beautiful, beautiful spot. So what ends up being, I, I, I know you might not have it exact, but roughly what's the elevation gain on it? So it's about 55,000, 55,000 for 330. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's enough to, to keep you working at it. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and then, so for 330 miles, what's your aid station, um, spacing look like? Yep. So I have, so over the 330, there's 27 aid stations. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so five of those are going to be water drops. Okay. And then 22 are going to be manned aid stations. Um, so it's, your sh shortest leg is going to be about seven miles. Your longest okay. leg is about 16 miles. Okay. So, you, so you're going to be able to fill up, you know, at a pretty yeah. good amount. So you're not going to have to carry too much crap on you, you know, while you're running. Yeah. Um, and then of those 22, no seven of those are Dude, sleeping stations. Right okay. So um, six of them are going to be at the forest lookout towers that are going to be sleeping stations. Nice. And then your last was... one, yeah, is at Lake Siskiyou. At mile 300. Nice. Are, are you going to um, uh, do drop bags or anything like that? Yep. Yep. Okay. So we'll have drop gotcha. bags. We'll have the ones on the front end, you know, are kind of rolling drop bags. So whatever yeah. you put there, we'll, we'll get you on the back side. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to make it, you know, where it's, you're not necessarily having to carry that much stuff or, you know, you're, especially because you get pretty deep pretty quick. So just even from a safety standpoint, you know, you're going to, you're going to hit an aid station every couple of hours. Yeah. Um, so that way you know, we can try to get as many people as we can to, to take it on. That's good, man. Are you, are you doing uh, spot trackers? Yep. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah. And to add to it too, we, uh, so, you know, obviously there's the solo, um, but then we also have a relay division. So That's true. Okay. Yeah. Th three person, six person and 12 person relays. Nice. 
Nice. Yeah. Man, so that 20 something age day, and, and I, I guess I could have read that ahead of time or whatever, yeah, but I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, okay, you have a 330 mile point to point, 20 something age stations going on. You got moving drop bags. Have, have you uh, at any point um, just kind of like, crap, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> a little bit. I was like, oh, I should have, this could have just been more of a mountaineering course and just, hey, I'll see you yeah. in six days. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, logistically, it's there's a lot going on. I mean, volunteer-wise, um, you know, we have 627 volunteer slots <laughs> that are, wow. that we're filling. Yeah. Just given, you know, because of the time frame, so you have 220 hours to get yourself to Mount Shasta. Okay. So it's, you know, a little over nine days. So from the first place person to the last place person, you know, there could be, especially on the back half, you know, a three to four day delta on when runners are coming through that's crazy yeah so uh yeah i'll be uh i'll be loving all my volunteers that are coming out <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding man no i need i need to uh i need to see if there's a chance i can get out there because yeah. i'm yeah because I'm, I'm and so you know when i when i saw it and i saw the the pictures and everything else and then and then you i, I had a podcast i did with uh, ben light i saw you had him yeah. out there and, a, and yeah. a few others out out there running some some of it and stuff and and um anyway there's a lot of people pretty excited about it man yeah it's been it was one of those you know coming out with it you know i was i was happy with how our film turned out you know with the race coming out of the gates um i wasn't necessarily sure i mean i knew there was going to be a wave of people that are like damn that's awesome we've been you know hoping some more longer stuff would come out here because we've had a hell of a time doing the 200s and now it's like what next that could be stateside you know aside from like both state um but I wasn't necessarily sure, like, quantity-wise, okay, you know, for the first year out the gates, you know, given a lot of people still don't necessarily know me or what have you, um, how is it going to be? And I've I've been more than ecstatic, I think, just with with how it's gone out since we went live with it. And, you know, with Katra and Ben and Rob yeah. and some others coming on board and Sean, um, yeah. you know, they've, they've been awesome just to now me get to know them personally, which has been really cool and fun. Um I mean, yeah, that now we have 72 solos signed up. Yeah, yeah, um, nice. I saw yeah. that. That's cool. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping in the next, like, 45 days we'll we'll hit the sellout mark at 100 um, and then get about 30 relay teams, and come July, it should be a blast. Nice, nice. And, and, and you know, like anything, it, it, especially first year, man, you're going to have a lot of things you'll 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 learn and move on and <laughs> yep, everything yep. else, especially something that long. But what, what blows my mind is so, I, you know, I'm friends with Sean. In fact, I'll be uh, I'll be interviewing him uh, Sunday. I met him at the um, oh, nice. we talked before we talked before and then I met him at uh, Tahoe 200 2018 and we've, we've, we've kept in touch. And then yeah. um, I did a I did a podcast with with uh, Martin um uh i'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last name but some of these crazies are are doing the untamed triple crown and i know i'll be i'll be honest if if i could if i could um get the time off for work and 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 i don't know how they do some of this stuff but i I would probably be trying but uh (laughs) but but uh that's that's amazing (laughs) it's amazing to me it's incredible yeah (laughs) i know they're uh 
Yeah, there are some very impressive people out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy, crazy. So, um, so man, going into it, what do you anticipate as as far as you, the RD? Uh, and I know you, you know, it sounds like you're getting your team. What do you anticipate the toughest, uh, hard, you know, the biggest hurdles to overcome for this? I know. I mean, so you know, right now it's just making sure from a volunteer personnel um, and you know ENTs on course and communication yeah. and all my ham radio guys. Um, I'd say my biggest thing that's keeping me up at night right now is just making sure I got all the right people and personnel and yeah. technology in place to be able to orchestrate and cover that distance. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, race week, you know, my plan will be kind of peppering myself out on course um, with my dual sport and just kind of, you know, checking in to the runners as everyone's kind of making their way. And then once we get close to, kind of the lead packs about half a day out, then I'll pretty much camp out, you know, at the finish line for the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's always getting, um, as far as if some of the runners get off track or make turns, you know, for, so for me really just playing through in my mind, making sure, you know, from a course marking, yeah. you know, to the best of my ability, I can, minimize vandalism or just issues with signs and flagging not being there when it should be um so i've actually been able to partner with some of the equestrian folks up there who are, do you know kind of long distance on that so i'll be yeah. peppering them um throughout the course to just make sure you know all of our signs and flaggings are, are holding up just to again minimize as much as i can folks taking wrong turns yeah um, yeah but yeah i think right now it's just the pure volume of of bodies and logistics to kind of roll things through is is my main focus right now gotcha um yeah well i'm i'm, I'm excited just to, to 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 watch and see Thanks, it and hopefully uh, hope, hopefully i'll be jumping in at some point yeah. you know <laughs> so um do you now i saw you know looking at your instagram and stuff yeah. I, I saw that you do uh you do some kayaking some bike packing and and just all that stuff and and yeah. uh so that's part of your you know the adventure um the adventure district yeah yeah, yeah. So, so again that for me that's part of yeah the showcasing on you know i kind of i try to be as authentic as i can on you know if i'm gonna be showcasing something not that i have to do it myself every single time but also want to try to help break down the barriers on why this stuff may seem intense or you don't really know where to start like yeah. hey, let me show you what it looks like learning and figuring it out and then you know you can now scale it to whatever your ability is so that's where you know i've never bikepacked before um but then i created this 700 mile bikepacking route from oregon to stinson beach again yeah. <laughs> through the mountains <laughs> so i went and bikepacked it myself it took me 10 days that we're making a film out of which will be done editing it in about a week nice um, and then pack rafting was kind of my next adventure I wanted to showcase for Northern California. So I partner up with a company, Cocapelli Pack Rafts. So they make these inflatable pack rafts. You know, they weigh five to seven pounds. You can go on class four rapids with them. You can, you know, tear them down, tie them to your, your backpack to hike up into Alpine Lakes. You can tie them to your handlebars of your bike and, you know, yeah. bike and then come back to the river. So I'm going to be pack rafting the entire Sacramento River. So nice. from Mount Shasta, 402 miles down to San Francisco Bay, um, on April, was it April 7th, I think, I'm uh, hitting the water and then going to give that a go. 
nice. and then doing some other bikepacking, uh, bike rafting trips to just showcase what's up here. So I'm kind of using myself as a guinea pig too. Yeah. I'll show you guys what you can do up here, and you can see me fumble and, <laughs> and learn how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully yeah. that can just inspire people to, you know, hey, I, th- you know, I want to get my stuff out there and, and try to learn something new or take it on. Sweet. Um, so that's kind of my next slew of adventures that I'm doing. Do, do you um, anticipate any any kind of uh, possible like adventure races where you're biking and pack, you know, rafting and, and yep. running and hiking and I mean, yeah. Yep. So I already got four races drawn up. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. All right. That's yeah. <laughs> so probably throughout the year, um, you'll be seeing some adventure races coming out the gates. Um, cool. And then I've partnered. It's been cool now that uh, myself and Katra have got to know each other because she came out when Ben did to do the, our promo film. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're collaborating for September of 2021, Sierra Untamed. So f- from Bishop to Mammoth, and back down um so catch those favorite numbers 333 so it's going to be 333 miles 222 miles and 111 miles um in bishop and mammoth area oh wow yeah so we got the course (laughs) just about drawn up Uh, my plan is by april to formally put out there the course and registration for september 2021 Wow, wow, man! I, you know, I, 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 am starting to vision maybe a, a triple crown of three hundreds or something. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you know, that's that's crazy, man. That's really mm-hmm. cool. That's that's yeah. Yeah. Hey, pushing limits. So, well, man, I, I have to ask the question, you know, because because I get asked this all the time. So, yep. Why do we do this, man? Why do we do? Why Why do we push ourselves? Why do we? Yeah. ourselves and, and, and do these things. Yeah. That's, I know. It's funny. I feel like I ask this every day because it's funny. Like at the, at the basis of it, I wouldn't even say I necessarily enjoy running. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's, for me, it's always more, I enjoy putting in the hard work and mm-hmm. seeing where my line is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like so, it. yeah. So I think for me, like, personally it's i enjoy okay what am i capable of and i how much grit and pain and perseverance can i do knowing what i do on the trail can now cascade itself you know into my relationships and into my work and into my life and just the level of perseverance and grit that that brings you know i think uh transcends a lot just in life in general and then especially now with my kids and number four on the way you know, I kind of, with the corporate world, you know, I loved what I was doing, but, you know, it wasn't my heart passion as far as that lens. So now that I'm really getting after my dreams and doing what I want to be doing to hopefully inspire people and others, um, to be able to show them like, hey, it's not going to be easy, but, yeah. you know, do what you love and do what you want to do and just give it your all with excellence. Um being able to kind of embody that and not just talk about it for me yeah. has kind of been my biggest driver. Right on, right on. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it, I like, I like that. I like the way you put it with that, that line, because as raw as I was when I finished the Tahoe 200 at the end, you know, emotionally and everything else, I was like, there's, there's still more. You know? I know. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny how it works like that. I mean, it's like, that's the constant like carrot and hook on just like, you know, in this moment, I gave it all I got, but at the end of the day, 
I know I can go deeper, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Well, um, man, I'm, I'm really, really excited about what you got going on and, and, uh, you, and looking forward to it. Now, look, when I, when I do, when I do a podcast, I always like to ask a few things, uh, at the end about, about like what people are using and, and equipment. And, um, so, so I, I need to ask yep. you, man. So, so what, uh, what pack are you wearing right now when you're, when you're doing your thing? Yep. So I, I've been, since I got into trail running, you know, six or seven years ago, I've always been in orange mud. I okay. got introduced to them. So I yeah. do the orange mud packs. Um, I kind of vary on which one I'm doing, depending on the distance, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm orange mud all the way. Cool. Um, I then wear ultra shoes. Yeah. So the Lone yep. Peaks are my favorite trail shoe right now. Yeah. Um, so I rock those. Good stuff, I do the, man. Yeah. And I do the Torrens on the road. Yep. Good, um, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm all, I'm all about the, I'm, I'm a, uh, ultra, uh, I'm on the red team and yeah, nice, I, 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 yeah. Uh, for the, now, now for the, for the two hundreds, I end up doing the Olympus, but I, <laughs> yeah. I love, Smart. I love the low ones too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. So, uh, what, what you do anything special for socks or anything, uh, any particular? I know. So I've, I wear features. Um, I've really had not too many issues with them. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't have any sock partners or anything, so that's just yeah. a, a me personal thing. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to try toe socks and some others. You know, I've heard good things on exoskins. Um, but yeah, right now I'm, I'm rocking features. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I, uh, I, the uh, Ngingis have been real good. To, I'm not affiliated with them or anything. I just they keep yeah. my toes happy, man. <laughs> yeah, my blisters are, 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 you know, very, yeah. very minimal. Um, yeah. okay. So what, do, what are you doing for, um, uh, as far as electrolytes and you know, when for a hundred miler, what you doing for that yeah. and, and nutrition? Yeah. yeah. So I run hot. Um, so for me, you know, I sweat super easy. Same. So yeah. I've, I've always been uh, tailwind. Okay. And then salt tabs. Yeah. So every like 45 minutes or an hour, I'll pop a salt tab. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I, I love tailwind. So I typically would do 200 to 250 calories of tailwind. Okay. Um, and then I use Muir Energy mm-hmm. and Honey Stinger um, okay. are my go-tos for like the waffles or then the Muir gels um, nice. to kind of supplement the, the extra calories. Cool, cool. What, uh, just curious, uh, for the California Untamed, what are you going to have at your aid stations? Yep. So we're going to have, so Tailwind is yeah. a partner. So we'll have that out there. Okay. We'll have Muir out there. Um, you know, we'll have all your normal food and vegan options that we'll be, we'll be making and cooking. And then I'm nice. a mix of talking to some other, uh, food partners that, um, probably the next three weeks I'll be able to showcase. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, what are you doing for, uh, for headlamp, waist lamp? What are you, what are you doing for light on a trail? Yep. So for me, uh, Kogala is mm-hmm. now our new one. So I got introduced to them. Man, you know, I've seen them around and obviously through Candace's races, you know, saw people wearing them. But uh, with more meeting and getting to know Ben, he introduced me formally to Kogala. Um, yeah. And I've been so impressed with them. So like for me, the headlamp uh, on my forehead, it always just strains the hell out of my eyes. So yeah. I would always just end up... <laughs> doing a handheld flashlight but then yeah. that is kind of a pain in the butt too because i hate having stuff in my hands um so for me kogala has been now a game changer for me personally and then now they're also a partner for uh for california untamed nice 
Nice. Yeah, uh, Ben came up behind me at uh, Western States. He was he was pacing Dion, and uh, uh, yeah. I was like, I thought I was about to get run over by a truck because it was so bright. They're like, like high beams, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. Cool, yeah. cool. Um, and um, so so we got uh, what, there was there was one other thing I was gonna ask you, man. Uh, any any other special equipment or anything you use? Any just favorite thing you while you're out there? I know. Um, oh, so oh, GPS, I, man. What are you doing for GPS? Uh, that's the yes. other one. Yep. So, like, when I ran it, so I use like, the Garmin InReach. Okay. Um, you know, the watch I've had previously, I got Garmin Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but I've, for California Tamed, we just brought on Coros. Um, okay. So, now I'm, I'm excited to kind of rep, rep out Coros and just knowing their battery life and everything that they bring. Yeah. Um, plays very nice, just obviously for the distance of the stuff that, <laughs> the stuff that I'm doing now. Yeah, um, yeah. So, Coros is now my new love. Nice, nice, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah the battery life on those things are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, when cool. I ran the 330, <laughs> kind of my secret sauce that I end up working is I love insurers are kind of my go-to. I saw, I saw that <laughs> on the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old, old people food, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's either a peanut butter sandwich with Pringles. Yeah. Um, it's kind of my like trail crave. Or, I mean, I was sucking down a decent amount of insurers because like I, it's funny. Like I have a pretty iron stomach yeah but uh i don't necessarily like to just eat a bunch of food when i'm out there running so for me like having something that small with like you know 250 calories and about eight ounces of fluid it was like the perfect punch just to kind of throw back and and keep going um so my informal kind of me personal is the insurers are kind of my my long stuff that i love doing that's a that's a good way to I, I in fact I've done it before but it's been a long time I kind of forgot about them until yeah. I saw the video and I was like yeah it's a, I need to, I need to re- revisit that I, yeah. I did a, someone told me at at at, uh, at Western States I brought um a good way to get some caffeine and some calories were uh Starbucks Starbucks drinks man yeah that hit the spot man at yeah. night and uh high, probably not as nutritious as Insure but you know it's, <laughs> hey get the job done man yeah that's it that's it that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, man, I, um, I, I just appreciate you taking time and uh, course, sharing and, yeah. and I'm just looking forward to, to seeing all that you got going on out there. And, um, if, if not before I will see you at, uh, at Bigfoot when we're, yeah, <laughs> that's right. while we're, while we're doing I'm, that craziness. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I've yet to run up there. So it, I'm very excited to be able to just it'll be all new for me so yeah same here I've, I've never been there and uh so it'll be yeah it'll be diving in and uh awesome. get to experience it man it's gonna be cool oh, yeah. so that's awesome yeah well there you have it my friends uh, i want to encourage you to go to www.runtheriot.run and uh you can scroll down and you click on the button that says ryan spitz and uh you'll be able to check it out and see all that um the california untamed links uh there are links to the video uh when he went out and he ran the course um, it's pretty good, man. You can see the highs and the lows and just, uh, it, it, it's good. It's a beautiful course. Uh, you, you'll like it. Uh, there'll also be links to social media for both California Untamed and for Ryan. And, uh, just encourage you to check out the things he's got going on, especially if you're looking to do a race up in Northern California. Well, I hope you guys are all doing great, man. I hope life is good. I hope you're training for something. I hope you're working toward those 2020 goals. And, uh, man, just looking forward to being with you guys again. Until next time, this is the Run the Riot Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.